This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Here we are on Wednesday, October 20th. Thank you guys for joining us. This half hour, it's just for you. You guys wake up as early as we do, and we appreciate you starting your day off with us. Want to say good morning to everyone who is checking in already by text at 702-364-9400. We have Nelsie checking in, school bus drivers, Jeremiah, Marcus, Maria. We have Cujo, Deborah, Sandel, Zach, Lance, Raul, Melissa, and Francis, Brian S., Rick, Diana, and Sarah are checking in. You can also check in by shooting us a, a tweet at Mercedes in the AM. Make sure you follow us. Uh, we have Mike checking in from North Las Vegas. We have Abby who just checked in. Don, Melodies, Michelle uh, listening this morning, and Matt just checked in. Oh, and just got a text uh, or a, a tweet from Jess. So thank you guys right. for that. And good morning to you. Good morning to you. How's your day going so far on this good. Wednesday? Really good. Um, a little chilly this morning. I I finally went to the coat closet and pulled out the the coat for the season. And uh, it's not a heavy winter coat. It's a light jacket, but it's my go-to whenever it gets a little chilly. And uh, last night we were going for our walk and I walked outside and I was wearing a long sleeve shirt, but it was like a, it was like a workout shirt. So I was like, Ugh, okay, no. So I go back inside and grab the jacket. And then this morning I'm like taking it again. It's a little chilly out there. We made the transition in my house. So we, oh, during the summertime, we have a pair of flip-flops by the back door to take the dogs out, put the flip-flops on. And you had to walk in stones and stuff. There's, just, there's always a pair of shoes if you're going outside and you want to wear a pair. And last night we made the transition with a pair of oversized slippers that we put out during the wintertime when it gets colder because you want to be outside in flip-flops. So last night my, my wife's like, we're going to put the slippers out. So last night was a big night. We did the transition from the flip-flops that are by the back door just to take the dog out, transition to the wintertime slippers last night. Yeah, house. it's it's turning it here is. for sure. And and it's going to get nicer too, obviously. Was, I think yesterday afternoon it was like 70 yes, degrees. Great. So it's just like such an extreme change in temperature from the morning where this morning my thing said 49 degrees and then flip it and it's 70 degrees later on in the day. But yeah, not complaining about that. So yeah, good good morning for me. How about you? How are you doing this morning? Good, good. No complaints. Uh, I did wake up last night in the middle of the night last night with a Charlie horse in my left calf. Uh, it, it was, oh my gosh, it was so painful. I'm sitting there lying in bed and I start to feel like a, a tingle in my leg. I'm like, ah, what is that? 
And then the Charlie horse like kicks in. I'm lying there and I didn't want to wake up my wife like by screaming, oh, her so bad. So I'm literally lying there as like the pain like takes over my entire leg. Like, oh, and I don't know where it came from. And it lasted about 20 seconds. And then it just kind of kind of went away. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was just this very painful sleeping experience last night. Uh, you didn't you didn't have to get up and take any aspirin or no, like no. That. And it, 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 sometimes it happens out of the blue. It happens. I don't know if I did something at the gym or de- I don't know what causes it dehydrated to get a Charlie horse. But it just you normally if I'm my wife is awake or I'm by myself, I can kind of like move it around and stuff and try, try to shake it off. But since she was sleeping, I didn't want to wake her. I just laid there like a like a mummy just. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure she wouldn't mind being woken up if she knew you were in extreme pain. I mean, oh, that's a... It'll pass, it'll pass, it'll pass. This is the height of it. It's passing, it's passing, it's passing. <laughs> I'm sure she's not going to be like, you were in pain and you dared to wake me up. I mean, I would hope she wouldn't be like that. I'm sure she would not. She would not, but I don't like to wake her. She's uh, She has sleeping issues. So um, it was it was interesting uh, sleep there last night. And then about an hour later, I woke up and transferred to the guest bedroom and all was well. I, I Every time I hear someone use the phrase Charlie horse, that they have a Charlie horse, I think back to being a kid and playing the game operation. And I remember there was uh, one called Charlie horse and it was a little horse shape uh, piece that you had to get out with the little tweezers in the leg. And I never knew what that meant. I was just like, what is a Charlie horse? Why is there a horse in this man's leg? And all of the phrases that they had like were so confusing to me, but I still loved playing the game. I remember in the stomach, they had the, the bread basket and uh, that one, that's the funny bone. Um, the Adam's apple. I'm trying to think of all the things in in operation, and I just phrases that as a kid, I had no idea what they meant. What was that rubber band thing inside operation? What, what was that one for? Oh boy, and was that the hardest one? Was the rubber band thing we had to disconnect that rubber band that was attached to something inside the guy? Ah, uh, I I'm spacing. Uh, it was difficult. Um. The funny bone was the easiest. That was just a bone inside there. I felt like you just you got there, pulled the bone out. That horseshoe thing was kind of hard. Yeah, let me see here. I just Googled it. So you had the uh, butterflies in stomach, Adam's apple, brain freeze. I don't remember brain freeze. I don't know what the uh, what that one. Oh, here it is. Okay, let's see. It was the uh, ankle bone connected to the knee bone. Ah, That's what they called it. Then you had Charlie horse. Water on the knee. What does that even mean? I don't even know that. Wrenched ankle, rider's cramp, Adam's apple, broken heart, wishbone, um, funny bone, butterflies in stomach, bread basket. Uh, There's one, though, that looks like a spare rib, and it's not labeled. Is that just a spare rib? I'm not sure. But, yeah, that that game, when you said you had a Charlie horse, that's the first thing I thought of. (laughs) (laughs) Goes right to operations. Yeah, that's funny. All right, let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Self-Esteem by The Offspring? Or do you want to hear Behind These Hazel Eyes by Kelly Clarkson? Those 
are your choices. You can tweet us with your vote at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or you can text or call us, 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Kate Beckinsale has revealed the cause of the back injury that sent her to the hospital last month here in Las Vegas. She threw her back out trying to put on leggings. Here she is Monday night on the Late Late Show. It felt like a kind of a guitar string snap. <gasps> And everything was horrific. And I couldn't walk, and I couldn't lie down, I couldn't sit down, I couldn't do anything. Since Kate couldn't take herself to the ER, an ambulance had to be called, and she says they, quote, they sort of rolled out a sheet and picked me up in it like, kind of like a sausage, and put me on a gurney and took her to the hospital. Have you ever hurt yourself putting on leggings? Uh, no, I have jeans before, though. I mean, it's it's not for the... Faint at heart. Sometimes it's difficult. I could see where that would happen. Absolutely. You fall down too, and next yeah. thing you know, she's in the hospital. Harry Styles has a cameo in the upcoming Marvel movie, The Eternals. We mentioned this Tuesday, but we now have a little more information. He is playing Eros, the brother of Thanos, but they're nothing alike. So Thanos is a bad guy, played in the movie by Josh Brolin, and Eros is a good guy. He's described as fun loving, carefree. A fun-loving, carefree womanizer and adventurer. His powers include being able to stimulate people's pleasure centers. And in the comics, Eros hooked up with She-Hulk. Harry Styles' as Eros makes his first appearance in The Eternals, which opens November 5th. It's a post-credit scene. Marvel was trying to keep it a secret, but Variety leaked his appearance. And now it is just all over the internet. And they say look for Styles to star in a, a Thanos origin film. But this is our, our first peek at Harry Styles in the Marvel Universe when this movie comes out on November 5th. Yeah, that's a huge spoiler. Like, a huge spoiler. I'm really bummed out that they leaked that and that people are talking about it. I wish I would have seen that myself. Yeah, sorry for doing that. Oh, I saw it before you. Oh, you did. did okay. It. Yeah, right. I, I, I just am really bummed that that got leaked. It's all over, and I want, I'm surprised too because Variety was at a, a premiere and early screening. I'm surprised they don't have to sign like a DNA or something like that. Yeah, or that's NDA, just not, not cool. If you're, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just a movie at the end of the day. But yeah, it's like wow, that's a huge, huge spoiler. And when you're watching a movie too, and there's that one cameo you're not expecting, you see it. That's a, quite a surprise. Yeah, but they, they, a lot of people are saying though, stay through the credits. There's that thing, but there's a, a couple other cool things you want to see and Easter eggs and everything. So there's a lot going on in that movie. So Adele has only been living in L.A. for a few years, and she's already adapted to America's love of fast food, particularly Mickey D's. So in a new interview with British Vogue, she did a taste test of classic British foods like pickled eggs and pork pie. But when it comes to Adele's ideal meal and her death row meal, she doesn't want British food. She wants McDonald's. Here's Adele. My ideal meal, my death row meal, my last meal would be a chicken nugget with a Big Mac and then fries. That's my three course. I eat at least once a week. Oh, wow. I never would have expected that. Interesting. Once a week at McDonald's for Adele. I would have uh, some sort of chicken fingers. I don't really need to be specific on the place, guys. I just like all chicken fingers, but I would I would make sure that and some sort of really good dipping sauce was part of it. Oh, that's good. Any kind of dessert to go with it? Uh, 
no, just lots of chicken fingers. That's it, huh? Yeah. Celine Dion has delayed the opening of a residency at Resorts World due to unforeseen medical symptoms. So she canceled 21 performances in November, January, and February because of muscle spasms. Celine is 53, and her first show was scheduled for November 5th. Celine will, however, continue her Courage World Tour as planned, and that kicks off in March of 2022. But as far as the residency starting in just a few weeks, that's been put on hold, and, and all the dates have been on hold for, for Celine. That's too bad. I hope she's okay. We can wait. Definitely get yourself better. Yeah, there's no rush on that, and I'm, I'm sure she'll be back with her with her residency. She seems super excited to do it. She just can't because of uh, medical reasons right now. We got the weekend here. Actually, the weekend, speaking of concerts, he canceled his tour next year because he's going to reschedule... He needs more room. He's going to reschedule a huge world tour, a huge stadium tour. There are more details on that one coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1506. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock on Wednesday, October 20th. Big, bright, full moon that I'm looking at this morning. It is dark outside, but that moon is is shining bright. Hope everyone is is ready for a great day. Uh, how you doing? I'm good. It was a great day yesterday. That moon, yeah. When, the, when I first when I came out of the gym last night and saw that moon for the first time, it looked so close that you can grab it. It was just a gorgeous moon last night. And then I found myself yesterday. I had a meeting I had to go to, and I was in a different part of town. That I haven't been doing a long time. You ever do this where you go in a certain area of town that you haven't been to, and it's like, wow, this area has changed a lot. And I drive by it a lot. I just never get off in that area. It's Decatur in the 215. And I got off there, and there's a new coffee shop, this gigantic gas station. There's a Spring Hill Suites going in there. There's a Starbucks going in there. It's like, when did this happen? Which Decatur in 215, the North Decatur or the South Decatur? South Decatur, right over here, right around the corner here. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been there either. I didn't realize there was all that new stuff over there. Do you, do you find yourself in that situation? It's like you're a new part of town. You have, obviously, there's construction they're building it, and if you live in that area, you're used to it. But you pop in that uh, different spot, you haven't been in a while. You're like, wow, this area has changed. I just, I, I get uh, amazed by some of the places that I've just never been to at all in town. I was in uh, downtown Henderson for uh, a radio station uh, broadcast a few weeks ago. And it was just like the coolest place. I was like, oh, Water Street's so amazing. It was like, why don't I come down here more often? Then a couple weeks later, I was up in Aliante. And I'm just like, this is so beautiful up here in Aliante. It's like you just get stuck in your little bubble and, and you don't really go out of it. And I'm like, I got to make it up here more. I got to come try some of the restaurants up here. I got to, you know, go to Water Street more and hang out there. It's so cool. So that's what gets me. It's not like, wow, so much has been built. It's like, wow, this place exists. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Because we do get in our routines. We do get in our, our little bubbles and our, routine, our daily routines, even our weekend routines, too. My wife and I, we do, and we love it. I don't see us changing it anytime soon, but we do this same sushi restaurant every single Friday night. We literally count the sleeps until we're, we're at dinner on Friday night. But it's like it's such our weekends are very routine as well. We just have these habits that we stick to. Yeah, it's a it's force a habit. And I think the pandemic kind of emphasized that mm-hmm. a little bit. It's like, OK, I, I can't leave my house, much less my area. So uh, that definitely changed things. How you doing? Sure. I'm good. I'm good. This, uh, last night, yesterday was a good day. We uh, I was here kind of late yesterday and then I ran over and did the TV show at Channel 8 Las Vegas now and did that came home. It was nice because we had a refrigerator filled with leftovers. So no cooking, no worrying about dinner last night. It was like 
like a free for all. I put everything that was left over out on the counter and I was like, pick what you want and warm it up. <laughs> and so we, we did that last night. We watched um, the finale of Only Murders in the Building, which was really good. If you if you need a show to watch, it's the show with Martin Short and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. And the finale just came out. I think it was either late last week or this week. Yeah, I think it was this week. And it was so good. I just really, really liked that show. It was a good one. Did you start watching You? The new season of You was that. You started watching yeah, that? Yeah, we are on the third episode on that one. And yeah, as a matter of fact, that was the last thing we watched before I went to bed. Not a great idea to watch that before bed. <laughs> um, it made me have really weird dreams last night. So yeah, that's so good. I, I really like this season. My husband does not like this season. He's like, the first season was just the best of this show um i can't i can't do this and i'm like just give it time i love it i think it's great so there's another good one if you're looking for something to watch my wife she started watching you i think over the weekend she started watching it and and she was watching an episode on monday night and then when she went to bed she she thought she had paused it i think she left it on play because when she turned it on to watch it last night she's i'm in the kitchen doing some work and I hear the show playing. She's like, what is it? What? Oh, no. And she realized like a bunch of episodes like just played without her knowing it. So she picked up in the middle some random episode and had to backtrack to where she left off on, on Monday night. Oh, yeah. You don't want those spoilers. No, you want to be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a big spoiler, yeah. too, she got last night. <laughs> Coming up here on the show. So Bruno Mars has added a couple new dates in December at Dolby Live at Park MGM. We've got your tickets when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour, 825 on those. And then in about 15 minutes. We have the early edition of Heads Up, and this is going to be fun. When you win that, you'll get passes to One Republic's digital performance, which is happening on October 27th. So those passes right around the corner. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? A Netflix show announces the date of its long-awaited final season. What celebrity has been banned from a dating app twice? And how you can score yourself some free breakfast tomorrow. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and we have your access into One Republic's digital performance that's happening October 27th. Those passes for you when you win heads up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Ozark is trending this morning. Fans of the Netflix show will be happy to know that there's a new teaser for its fourth and final season. If you don't watch, the show features Marty Bird, who moves his family from Chicago to the Ozarks when his money laundering schemes go wrong. Here's a little taste of the uh, upcoming season. Money is at its essence that measure of a man's choices. Why do I have this feeling we both know that you'd be better off dead? Broken promises got consequences. Sometimes if you don't move forward you die. It stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, and Julia Garner. The first part of the final season starts on January 21st of next year, but then there's a second part. There's going to be seven episodes for each part, so it's separated into two. You got the first second, uh, the first seven, and then the second second seven. If oh, that makes any sense. It's it parts one and two. Yeah. So 14 total episodes, but part one starts on January 21st. That's one of the shows where I think you were kind of the same way. I didn't know what to expect when I watched the first season. It was just kind of out there on Netflix and turned it on. I had really no idea. And you get sucked in with that first episode. Oh, man. It's intense. And the way the last season ended was completely shocking. I was 
I was completely it just I couldn't speak for a good half hour after that. It <laughs> just was in a, uh, crazy. I don't think I saw this the finale oh, of the last one. Oh my gosh. I don't remember it at all. Oh wow. Yeah, if you saw it you would remember yeah, it. Yeah, I, so sure. I got something to watch then. Definitely need to check that out. Also uh trending this morning speaking of shows that we watch and that a lot of people watch um nicole kidman uh amazon released a teaser of this their movie about lucille ball and this is going to be a movie that i'm sure a lot of people are going to tune into it's called being the ricardos and nicole kidman absolutely transforms into the comedy icon Lucille Ball. Javier Bardem plays her husband, Desi Arnaz. The movie takes place over the course of one week of production of I Love Lucy as the couple deals with a crisis that could jeopardize their careers and marriage. You got to check out the teaser. It's crazy to see Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. I think she really does channel her and it was almost creepy how much she did here's a little uh, taste of that one i get paid a fortune to do exactly what i love doing i work side by side with my husband who is genuinely impressed by me and all i have to do to keep it is kill for 36 weeks in a row you know i did this show so desi and i could be together ladies and gentlemen enjoy the show and action i had no idea it was gonna be a hit music mm. oh man it just reminds me of when it would be on in reruns and my my mom and dad used to like it so much and all i know is really is the chocolate one or the wine stomping one that's about it but it's it just so cute and then lucy i'm home i know that line from the show but yeah. she and her voice too her voice, it's, she sounds just like Lucille Ball. It's, it's crazy. you got to watch it. We have it on our website at Mix941.fm if you want to see the preview on that. Also trending this morning is Alicia Silverstone. She was on the Drew Barrymore show, and she and Drew were talking about online dating. I guess the two of them are both kind of navigating that world, and they're finding that there are definitely some challenges in that. Uh, Alicia said that she actually has been kicked off of one app twice she said a few years ago, I tried to get on one of the dating apps and I put a fake profile because I wasn't comfortable yet being me. And so I got kicked off. I got banned while well, she rejoined again, this time as herself. And then she got kicked off again for being herself. She said, I had a date with someone planned and everything in the day that she went to find out about the date and where they were meeting. She found out she had been banned. So she never got to hook up with that that guy. Now she's on Bumble, and she says she's still looking for love. That's funny. It's like the, the person probably didn't believe it was her. Like, yeah, right to release your silver. So, no, it's really me. Let's go out on a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You're catfishing me. Yeah. yeah, there's no way she'd be on here. Yeah, she and Drew Barrymore are, are both on there trying to find uh, some love. So, who you know, if you're in the L.A. area, there you go. There's some potential there for Dating a, a celebrity if you're if you're into that. They work. These these apps and these things work. So good for them for finally getting on one that, that'll, that'll allow them and accept their celebrity status. And then finally this morning, Taco Bell is trending. So the chain, they're celebrating the fact that 90% of their locations are once again selling breakfast. They had closed down a lot of them to just drive throughs because of the pandemic. But 90% of them are open again and they want to give you a gift. Tomorrow morning, they're going to give away one of their three toasted breakfast burritos to customers from 7 to 11 a.m. at participating locations. No purchase is necessary, but you can't order it through a food app like a, a 
DoorDash or an Uber Eats or anything like that. They're only available in store or through the drive-thru, but free breakfast burritos mm. tomorrow at Taco Bell, and that's what's trending. Here we go. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's our number. Be Caller 20. You get to play heads up, and this is a really neat prize. We have a cool experience for you to join One Republic for a digital performance. It's called One Night in Malibu. It's presented by Moment House. You get to see the concert live streaming. It's going to be a fun event. A lot of cool surprises planned for that. And if you want to be a part of it, all you got to do is be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Good morning, Tracy. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? I sure am. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Let's get you your categories that you get to pick from. Do you want to go with cupcakes, down in the Amazon, or apple a day? Let's go apple a day, please. Okay. Apple day is tomorrow. So these are foods you would eat either with apples or foods that have apples in them. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Tracy, you got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to get passes to One Republic's digital performance. And you ladies start now. Usually in the fall, you stick a, uh, put a stick in these, and then you cover the apples with this. Caramel. Yes. This is, um, it's as American as this. Apple pie. Yep. Um, this is like a pie, but all smushed up together. Apple sauce. Um, no, it's, it's got the crusty stuff in there. Like, uh, it's, um, it's also someone who fixes your shoes. Uh, a cobbler. Yes. This is, um, what you would drink that's made out of apples. It's nice and warm. Apple cider. Yes. Uh, this is, I believe a German dessert that's made with apples and it's got like, it's got a flaky pastry on it and inside there's the apples. You might have it with cream. Um, I'll pass on that. Okay. Uh, this is what like kids drink for Ten breakfast. Seconds. They have some of this kind Apple of... Apple juice. Yes. This is... um uh, Coca-Cola is a type of what? Soda. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had three seconds left, and you got it. Oh nice job. Congratulations, Tracy. <laughs> Tracy, you're all set. This is going to be cool. You just got passes to One Republic's digital performance that's happening October 27th. One Night in Malibu presented by Moment House. Mercedes, your description of strudel made me hungry. Oh, man. That sounds so good I right now. I love some apple strudel. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, and good for you for getting that. Nice job. <laughs> next uh, next heads up will be 8 o'clock hour. And when you win that, you'll get tickets to see Bruno Mars perform at Dolby Live at Park MGM. That's happening at 825. And today is Wednesday. So up next, you ready? Oh, gosh. Get our liar, liar, pants on mm. fire pants on here. Yeah, it's time for two truths and one lie in just a couple of minutes. Make sure you check it out because two of us will be, be telling you a true story. One of us is going to be lying. Can you tell who the liar is? You can also jump onto our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning. We'll be live streaming. Sometimes you'll get some clues just based on our facial expressions. It's all coming up after Ed Sheeran here's Shivers on Mix 94.1. 
The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard well, of yeah, it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. All right, let's do it. This morning, it is time for two truths and one lie, where two of us will be telling you a true story. You can bet on that. One of us, though, will be lying to you. Who's the truth teller? Who's the liar? You be the judge. Uh, you can jump on Facebook. We are streaming live right now. Mercedes in the morning. You can hopefully get some clues that way. Uh, and we've all predetermined. We've got our little s- slips of paper that tell us who's telling what. So you guys got yours? Yes. Is everyone? I haven't looked yet. Have you guys looked? I just yes. looked. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm good to go. Cool. So does anyone want to... I'll go first, actually. Okay. I gotta look at myself. I'm gonna go first just because, um, just so you know, JC, we can kind of see your paper on the camera. So, oh, did you I, see what it said? No, I didn't see what it said. I just was warning Thank you. Thank so you. you I like, wasn't even paying around. attention. I was like, open it wide up. <laughs> hey, game over. Um, so <laughs> this, you guys aren't gonna believe me, but I'm just gonna tell you anyway. We, I was talking to my aunts and my mom on our happy hour call, and I've always known this in the back of my mind that he was involved in in the government somehow but i didn't i kind of forgot how and they brought up my fourth cousin his name is ken salazar uh and he is the current u.s ambassador to mexico what my my flying my fourth cousin. <laughs> who is it? Ken who? who? Let me look this up. My fourth cousin is Ken Salazar, who is the U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Now, um, he, my, I, my aunt was actually in his wedding. He's married to a woman named Hope. Hope was my aunt's best friend. Um, and he, we found out that he actually, I, I, this is so confusing, but my grandpa's mom, so I guess my Hold great- Hold on a second. Let me, I'm Family tree. Yeah. Okay. Yep. My grandpa's mom, so my great grandma, her brother is his grandma. Or, yeah, grandma. Your great grandmother's mom. So you're No, great- my great grandfather's mom. So your great great grandmother. My, my great grandmother. Yes. yes. But I didn't know her. She died sure. before I was born. Um, so my great grandmother and his grandfather were brother and sister. So we tried to, I tried to map it out because I'm like, this is too good. I got to use this for two truths and one lie this week. So let's map it out. So we're like all drawing like a family tree with branches and we determined that we think it's, I'm definitely related and we're pretty sure it's fourth cousin. Pretty sure. I, I, we could be wrong on that, but I, I'm related to the current U.S. ambassador to Mexico, Ken Salazar. Did you email him last night? Say, hey, Kenny! Yeah, <laughs> I ran the show! <laughs> As a matter of fact, I was just like, does anybody talk to him? And my Aunt Cecilia, who was in their wedding, she's like, I talk to Hope all the time, but I don't, I mean, he and I don't really talk. But it's just, it's a very interesting relation. So I'm related to the... U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Did you have you ever had conversations about him before? This is the first time you've you've learned of the guy. No, was this, was this conversation? He was actually a cabinet member in, I believe, the Obama administration. And did you know that then? Yeah, I did know that then. But I just kind of was like, oh, okay, you know. But what's interesting is he's been to my house in Littleton. Really? Um, we had a birthday party for my dad when my dad was. I can't remember when my dad like turned fifty or something, and he came. He was there. Um, so yeah, we. It's not like. I've never met him before. I just don't remember really meeting him. Wait, he was in the Obama administration, the cabinet? Yeah, Secretary of 
Oh, I can't remember. They told me. He was the secretary of something. So now I envision him hanging out with the Obamas and then playing this game at their house. <laughs> and Art can't eat her up. He's like, oh, uh, I got a fourth cousin who does a morning show in Las Vegas, you guys. And he's like, liar. <laughs> Michelle's like, get out of here. Michelle's <laughs> Kenny, you liar. <laughs> so this is this is the truth. I know I never told this, but I was, I've was i been holding on to it. I've just been wanting to use it for this. And, and there you go. So okay, That's interesting. interesting. Okay, I like right. that, Mercedes. Very cool. Okay, guys. Yeah, uh, who's next? I'll go next. You know, I am going to keep it simple this week. And um, you know, I was thinking last night, I'm like, what can I what can I talk about? What's a story that I've been told? And, and, and something uh, triggered this last night. Mercedes, you were talking about your sneakers. Um, and, and Sophie's friends were very impressed that there were no creases in your sneakers, right? Yes. So I decided last night to count my shoes. How many pairs of shoes do I have? I'm talking boots, hiking boots, sneakers, gym shoes, and everything. In total, I have... 32 pairs of shoes. But we only see one pair. <laughs> I, I really don't believe that. I think you're lying. There's no way you have 32 pairs of shoes. Sneakers. I think I would say you have eight. Yeah. Now, this, is, this is including work shoes as well. A bunch of dress shoes for, oh, okay. for Las Vegas now. Uh, a lot of hiking shoes. I go like to go hiking. Gym shoes. Some sneakers are in there. I, d- I did a full count. My closet. There's a downstairs closet. A couple pairs in the garage. Did a full count last night. 32 pairs of shoes. What, what more type of shoes do you have the most? Um, you know, it's it's a push between hiking and it's actually dress shoes I would say I would have more of. Dress shoes the most. Kenneth Coles. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to picture. I think you have a total of three pairs of uh, sneakers. I think you have probably two pairs of boots and dress shoes I'll give you five pair. There's like no way you have so boots, pairs. So boots, I always wear these boots, but so funny is, though, you think they're the same boots. I have two boots that are exactly the same color, same brand, uh, so I rotate, and I also have a pair that are brown. So those are the three boots that I rotate here at the radio station, but then you get into hiking. You get into some workout stuff. And this uh, is Some sh- older workout shoes are in there as well. So shoes not including, like, sandals, flip-flops, because I think I've seen you in flip-flops before. Mm-hmm. This is just uh, sneakers, boots, dress shoes. 32 uh-huh. pairs, all in all. Okay. Now, some of these I haven't worn in years. Some of these I haven't worn in years. Hmm. But if you count them, there's 32 pairs of shoes. How many do you think in total with your sandals? Oh, sandals? I uh, I have I have two pairs of flip-flops, so 33, 34. Hmm. Still don't buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Still think that it's just nine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Kept okay. it simple. Kept Very it simple this week. How many pairs of, JC are of, of shoes does JC own? Is it 32? Is he lying? You be the judge. Steph, you're up next. All right. When I was a little child, I thought I was doing a, gr- a good deed, but it ended up going horribly wrong. So I was uh, at my parents' house, and we had a car parked in front, and we were leaving to go somewhere. I don't remember what was happening, but we were all in a rush to go somewhere. And for some reason, my parents had to go back inside to get something, and they left me in the car, and the car was running. So I figured, oh, darn it, I have to run inside and go to the bathroom. I forgot what I had to go inside to do. But I thought I was doing a good deed by closing the doors and locking them with the car running. (gasps) And I go inside... And my parents were like, what are you doing? We're about to leave. I'm like, I got it. I don't remember what I had to do inside, but I remember saying, yeah, don't worry. I, I locked the door. They're like, well, where are the keys? I'm like, they're, oh, they're in the car. Now you were a wee child, <laughs> right? Yes. yes. Okay. I was very little. I want to say about 
six or seven. Did you call your cousin Ken Salvador, who is the uh, Salazar? Salazar, double checking, see if you caught that. Mm-hmm. So when I was a kid, I left my I left the keys in the car, locked it, think I was good, doing a good deed, but really, my parents were so upset they didn't have a spare either. So I remember it took hours for the person to finally come in and take the key out and all that stuff. And I will never forget that day because my parents were so upset. And ever since I was little and ever since then, I've always been like, okay, I'm locking the door. I got my keys, right? Oh, ever since then. Do you remember what kind of car it was? I want to say it was either my mom's green Saturn or my dad's blue. It was a blue car. The power locks? It was a power lock because I... No, it was an automatic because I remember. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me think. Manual. You had to push him down. It was a manual because I remember going from one side and going <laughs> to the other side and I've been doing that. Yeah. Blank, and blank, then blank, a lot blank. of like the newer cars won't lock if the keys are in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the the sensor. So unless you manually do it from the inside. So interesting. Steph hmm. locked her parents' car while it was running. Did it run out of gas or just ran the entire time? It ran the entire time. <laughs> wow, that's some good mileage on that. <laughs> yeah, right? It was a Saturn Mercedes. Yeah. They got great mileage. Exactly. Yes. All right. Now you be the judge. Who is lying to you right now? 702-364-9400. You can text us. You can call us. Casey says Mercedes is lying. Richard says, I don't believe JC. Uh, on the text line, we're getting uh, t- Mercedes is lying. Sandals are technically shoes. Okay. Uh, this one says, JC isn't. I can see the wife would, but would you. Oh, JC is lying. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay, got Tyler it. says JC is lying. So who is the liar? Let's narrow it down a little bit. Truth teller number one, reveal yourself. It's me. Wow. No way. I'm serious. That's a trip, Mercedes. Isn't that crazy? Ken Salazar is like my fourth cousin. Not lying. I even asked my my aunts to be on standby in case we needed to call them to (laughs) verify. They're like, fine, we can do that. But I don't think we, I mean, you guys believe me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie about that unless I was told to lie. But um, yeah, I'm related to the U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Who knew? That's a cool thing. If he's ever in town, would you try to reach out to him? Like, Like, seriously, if you're related, would you ever try to reach out and make a connection with the guy? I mean, maybe through my aunt, because she is closer. I I mean, I don't I don't even know if he remembers me. He probably remembers me as a a kid. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to meet him. I just, you know, I don't want to be like, hey, I'm your cousin. Yeah, it (laughs) looks like he has Colorado ties. He went to like Colorado College. I think he uh, lived in Southern Colorado for a while is what they were telling me. But then, yeah, like my aunt worked with, or with his wife at Mexicana Airlines. Remember Mexicana Airlines back in the day? Kind I don't know. Of. They worked together and then she met Ken and, and then they found out that we were related to Ken. So it was really weird. She's like, I think I'm related to the guy you're about to marry. And that it was a whole thing. That's, so, a that's really yeah, cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Truth teller number two. It's me. <laughs> I was a little child that tried to do a good deed, but did not. <laughs> you were very, very believable uh, on that one. That was, I, I mean, I could see that happening. And then even when you said, 
oh, I remember running from one side to the other. I was like, okay, she's telling the truth on that. <laughs> and JC, we knew better. That was a terrible lie. We know you better. How many do you have? Eight? Thirteen. I did count last night. I was inspired by your shoe story, so I did count last night. Thirteen pairs of shoes that I have in my collection. That includes dress shoes, the boots that I wear, and my hiking boots, and my one pair of gym sneakers. Thirteen pairs of shoes that I, I think have. I saw you wearing really nice all-white sneakers. Uh, was it with the host? The, yeah, when I was hosting the Crohn's and Gladys Foundation. Oh, yeah. Wow, you have JC? white sneakers? Yeah, I got it for my uh, for my outfit. The night was uh, the theme was Havana Nights, and so they wanted to like to, I don't know, kind of spice up my. I got a new suit and spice it up, so I had these uh, these cool white sneakers. What, yeah. kind, what what brand art were they? Russell Wilson has a brand of sneakers, and it was his brand. The Russell Wilson brand? Yeah, Russell Wilson, oh. the, uh, the quarterback of the uh, Seattle. Yeah, 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 he's, got a brand of, he's got a brand of sneakers, and uh, it was his brand. You, oh. you also look really good in golf shoes, JC. If you want to get a 14th pair... Thank you. Get the golf shoes. Thank you. I've worn golf shoes for Las Vegas now for a couple seconds. Thank you. I appreciate that. I love that. that. And thanks for catching that, Steph. You're so welcome. Because I don't see you in anything else with boots. (laughs) So when I do, I'm like, wow, DC looks really good in sneakers. (laughs) All right. We're ready to do the hot three here? We are. I'm just just soaking in everything. I'm soaking in uh, Kenny Salazar. It's a big That's a really cool Mercedes. Can you please get him on the show? Yeah, I'll try. I'll do my best. All right. Coming up in the hot three, what are some of those pre-pandemic irritations that are back that uh, as things return to normal that we kind of liked not having. We're going to talk about that. Also, if you have a pet, how you can help them from getting separation anxiety and a boy calls 911 because he he had an issue with his toys. What happened after that? It's kind of sweet. We'll talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. Okay, well, uh, this morning, let's see, let's get to it. Uh, Now that some things have returned to normal, or at least a new normal, we can go back to complaining about the stuff we used to complain about before we complained about the pandemic. A new survey asked people what everyday irritations they are not happy to have come back. And the most popular response was sitting in traffic. Now that we are all back on the roads, traffic is a thing again, but not everything on the list is an old annoyance. For example, the second most popular answer is taking COVID-19 tests. Yeah, people are really sick of getting that cotton swab shoved up their nose. Other popular responses include filling up the car with gas more often, commuting, having less spare time to do household chores, finding a parking spot, and having to clean the house for visitors. Yes, people are coming to our homes again. Having to uh, attend social events was another one. So was uh, going to meetings in person and having to visit extended family members like the in-laws. I'm cool with the traffic. That means things are starting to get back to normal, which is great. But I, I do remember when, you know, when things first, we first started coming out of the lockdown and, and driving down to Channel 8 or driving here to the radio station. There was no traffic and just getting here so fast. Like, whoa, yeah, everyone's still at home. There was no traffic out there. And obviously, we're starting to get back to, to, to normal traffic. But, yeah, it's quite a difference between the two. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and some of those old irritations are, are coming back. They pop back up. Also this morning, how can you help your dog handle separation anxiety? Give him or her some affection before heading out the door. New research has found that dogs' heart rates slowed down when their owners petted them before they left. Plus, the dogs that were petted actually remained calm for longer periods of time while waiting for the owner to return. Just give them some last-minute love and they should be good to go. That's that's brilliant. Even say, hey, I'm going to start doing that. Let, let them know when I'll be back to you. I'm just going to the gym. I'll be back in about an hour. I'll see you in a few. A little rub and a little pet. 
I could say that'll be nice it, versus just you just walk out of the house, set the alarm and leave. Yeah, like where did they go? Oh yeah. my gosh, what's going on? Yeah, maybe then they'll just be like, okay, okay, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. So just give them a little reassurance as you head out the door. You want to do that with anyone else in your family. You're leaving the house. You'd probably tell so. hey, I'm going to the grocery store and then tell someone you're leaving. And you want to just get up and go? Not me. I... I just leave. You just leave them? And they're like, where are you? I'm like, well, none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at the Light 360 and see you're at the grocery store. I, I, my husband actually did that the other day. I No, I got home and he was not home. And I was like, huh, where is he? And I didn't even think to go on the app. And so I'm like, where are you? And he, he, he didn't answer me by telling me where he was. He said, why? And I'm like, that's because I want to know where you're at. Like, who answers why when you ask where they are? And I was like, because I came home and you're not here. And he's like, I'm at the grocery store. I'm like, oh, okay. That's all you had to say. I don't understand why he's like, why? <laughs> I know. Uh, finally, this morning, calling 911 for something non-urgent is not a good idea. But New Zealand police caved when one call came in. A four-year-old boy called the emergency number asking for police to come over and check out his toys. Well, Wellington police ended up going to the boy's home and they confirmed his toys. They were cool. The department shared the call audio and photos of their visit with the boy on social media. Constable Kurt, who responded to the call, said... The lucky kid also got to see the patrol car and the officer put the lights on for him, too. The officer also had a chat with the boy about using their emergency. It was It's 111 for them. That's equivalent to 911 and said, hey, look, you know, your toys, they're, they're very cool, but... We can't be coming out here all the time to reassure you that they're very cool. Oh, that's a sweet, teachable moment for the kid. And yeah, that's really nice that they, they took the time to do that. I mean, obviously, they didn't have an emergency to tend to at that moment. But, hi, can you come see if my toys are cool? <laughs> yeah, we'll be right there. <laughs> now, across town, Roger just cut his arm off with a chainsaw. Sorry, our uh, officers are at uh, home with a child. But just so you know, his uh, his Matchbox cars are totally cool. <laughs> coming up here in the 7 o'clock hour in the dirt, Dr. Dre's divorce. Oh, it just took a nasty, nasty turn. Details around 715. 4.1, Mercedes in the morning. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Dr. Dre's divorce, divorce has been extremely contentious, and something happened Monday that punctuates the bitterness. TMZ is reporting that a process server for his ex-wife attempted to serve him with legal documents at the cemetery where he buried his grandmother. They say Dr. Dre was at an L.A. cemetery Monday to put the woman who helped raise him in her final resting place. Now, there's a dispute over where exactly Dre was confronted by the process server. Sources connected to Dr. Dre say a process server came up to him at the burial site as Dre was standing by his grandmother's casket and tried serving him. Sources connected to his ex, Nicole Young, they tell TMZ that Dre was served in the cemetery's parking lot after the burial. They say Dr. Dre recoiled in anger and wouldn't take the documents in hand. TMZ's Dr. Dre source claimed the process server dropped the documents by the gravesite. And then the sources with Nicole say that they were dropped in the parking lot. Jeez, this is just ugly. That's a savage move. Yeah, big time. That's that's really sad. It is sad. Hey, do you know where he's going to be today? Yeah, he's burying his grandmother. Let's, Let's go. go. That's terrible. Wow. Now, now, the papers involved. So what were these papers that they had to be served with? The papers involved payment of Nicole's attorney's fees. There's a dispute over how much he was supposed to pay. He paid $325,000. They're saying that the judge signed an order that he owed a total of $1.5 million. So some money is owed. 
Speaking of Dr. Dre, his buddy Snoop Dogg turns 50 today. Oh, happy birthday, Snoop. That's cool. Laid back. The big 5-0 for Snoop Dogg. wonder if he'll be hanging out with his BFF, Martha Stewart. Yeah, they're buddies now, I love how they're best friends. It is just the cutest (laughs) thing. The Weeknd is releasing new music this week. The song is called Moth to a Flame and is a collaboration with electronic supergroup Swedish House Mom. It should be out Friday. He released a little uh, teaser of it, and here is that. a sound for sure. Yeah, he does. He's definitely got that weekend vibe going here. And the weekend canceled his 2022 world tour, including a show at T-Mobile Arena, which was supposed to happen in April. Uh, he did, however, announce a new tour. After Hours Till Dawn will now be played at stadiums across the country and around the world. He said that due to constraints on arenas and increased demand in shows, that led him to plan for a stadium tour instead. So no word yet if it'll be at Allegiant Stadium, but one would think he was supposed to be here in Vegas at T-Mobile. Allegiant's perfect for him. Well, you would hope so. I mean, and no disrespect, I didn't realize he was packing stadiums. I mean, good for him. I... I had no idea that he was that big to pack a pack a stadium. He's back in the ice. Uh, uh, T-Mobile's too small. I need a big stadium. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Garth Brooks announced yesterday that he's doing a intimate two-night stand in Nashville, and it's happening November 19th and November 20th. But this is interesting. During an interview promoting these Nashville shows, he was asked if he would book another residency similar to the one that ran from 2009 to 2014 at the Wynn. Garth's response? What would be fun is somehow to do a residency in Las Vegas and also in Nashville. Oh, there we go. Well, it's worked before. That's for sure. That was a fun one, too. Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Last one here. A-Rod, he is beloved in New York City. But in Boston, not so much. So baseball fans, they trolled him at his job. And they trolled him about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. So A-Rod, who is a former Yankee player, he's now a Fox Sports analyst, was covering the American League Championship earlier this week when some Boston Red Sox fans started chanting J-Lo. And they were like feet away from the guy. Listen to the fans. Just, I mean, they're so close to him. And here's some of the chants that were happening. Does anybody have a Martinez jersey? Is that what they said? Is that what he said? That's funny. That's random. Uh, Uh, That's pretty funny. Yeah, they were hitting him hard earlier this week. Coming up here one hour from right now, Bruno Mars announced a couple more shows in December at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And we have those tickets for you. They're yours when you win heads up at 825. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. So... Netflix just revealed a bunch of numbers. They're mind-boggling viewer numbers on, on on Squid Game. We've talked about it. It's the biggest show on Netflix, and they they announced their third quarter's earning report, and they said 142 million mem- uh, member households globally have chosen to watch Squid Games in the last four weeks. Like they cannot get over the fact that. The the show's popularity is so amazing. They said four, um, they added 4.4 million subscribers in the three months leading up 
to to September 30th, which was uh, when it was released. And it's the biggest series launch ever, uh, taking in at least 111 million viewers in less than a month, which beat out Bridgerton. And you talk about subscribers, too. So you're a subscriber in your house, but you have four people in your house that are watching it. So that number is even bigger than the actual subscriber number. And how many people share accounts that are watching it? It's insane how many people are into the show. Without, I, I don't want to give out any spoilers, although it seems like most of us have seen it. But it, it, it seems like there is definitely room for it to be open to a season Two. And if that is the case, if they had a, a season two of Squid Game, I was thinking about this. What? So in the, in the current season, they did games like we saw the red light, green light. We, you know, that eerie sound that that big doll makes. Uh, I don't know. I asked Steph to put it in. I think she's trying to find it. But that that sound, it's like. Now when I hear it, I get the I get the chills. It's like ooh, and a red light, green light, and and if you move, you're out of the game. You're eliminated, as they say. Uh, there are other games like the Dalgona, where you had to get the little piece out of the middle of the of the wafer. If it broke, you're eliminated. And eliminated is a harsh term, right? Well, well, that's you're eliminated from the game. That's what they say. But then I don't think anyone read into it until they saw how you were eliminated. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you say how they're eliminated, or just like because they get killed, right? Well, yeah, but they when they how? first say you're eliminated from the game, everyone's like, "Oh, you're eliminated, big uh-huh. deal." But then when all of a sudden they are eliminating people, they're like, "Oh." They had no idea. Now, now that it's was for it. real. Okay. Yeah. So, what if if there is a season two of Squid Game? What other games could they play? Like, think about our childhood games: Red Light, Green Light. Uh, they they had this. We didn't do this here, but you know, with the Delgona, that that's a game. Um, they had a game of tug of war that they played. That was a childhood game. Well, what are other childhood games that could be in season two of Squid Game? And I was thinking about this. And obviously one game that we played a lot, and I think you did too, was Red Rover. Like, what if they did a Red Rover version of it? Where, you know, Red Rover, Red Rover, send, send Steph right over. And Steph makes it through. So she makes it through. And then she gets to pick one person to come over on their team. Or does that person that you pick get eliminated? Yeah, because the end game of Red Rovers have everyone on your side, right? Yeah. Yes. Or, but you want to be the last one standing. So, yeah, if, if, if your team, Mercedes, is your team against my team, and you're, you're pulling everyone, you got send John Tempest over, send Heather Collins over, you got everyone, and I'm the last guy on my team, am I eliminated then? That's a thing. Like, how would you make it work? Or another game I was thinking of is Heads Up, 7-Up. What, what were the childhood games you remember playing? 702-364-9400. And could it work in a season two? I was thinking Heads Up, 7-Up. So Heads Up, 7-Up, you had, what, like five people that went and they they went and put someone's thumb down? Was that how it worked? I, I'm spacing I remember it. having my head down and a thumb up and someone pushing it down, but I forget what the, the premise of the game was. Like, how did you determine a winner? You had to figure who put your thumb down? Who put your thumb down. And I remember, I totally remember cheating at that game and keeping my eyes open when I had my head down and looking at the person's shoes. So that when I went to look, I just recognized the shoes. And I'm like, I think it was Bobby. And they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, "Mm, I'm just good. Uh, So that was another game. What are some other 
kid games that we played. 702-364-9400. There's two that come to mind. Do they use, because I, I didn't watch, I haven't yet watched the show. Do they use dodgeball? Dodgeball was not on there. We can do dodgeball. Ooh, ultimate elimination. I mean, maybe you throw like <laughs> some sort of weapon throw at weapons them. Weapons at them. them then you they're definitely down. eliminated on that one. And I don't know if this was an East Coast thing only, but did you ever play King of the Hill, King of the Mountain? That sounds familiar. If there was um, a pile of dirt out back for some reason, someone would go up top and they were they were king of the mountain. They would stand on top of that pile of dirt or top of a hill or something. And the object was to, to run on top of that pile of dirt and push that person off. And then you were the new king of the mountain, king of the hill. And that was a fun game to be on top, especially if it was a big pile of dirt. Either doing construction or something. Someone would stand up there. Yeah, come on. You go running up that hill. And you had the, 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 the advantage, the angle advantage. You push back on them and then they tumble down. They're eliminated. But if you climb up there and knock that person off the king of the mountain, king of the hill, you're the new champ. Oh, so you knock them out and maybe you knock them into a pit of alligators or something? Yeah, a pit of lava. <laughs> or what about the floor is lava, really being lava. Oh, man. that would. Th- th- I feel like they kind of did something similar to that. It wasn't lava, but they did something where... People got pushed. And oh, what was it? I don't know. I want to know what it is. What are you pushed into? Well, I don't. It, it, it was like, uh, I, I don't want to give. I really want you to watch it. Um, like there's these glass that they have to go on this glass um, like bridge. And some of the glass pieces of glass are made out of glass and others are made out of like that. Uh, what's it called? Glass tempered glass. So the, the second sugar glass it, stuff, it's it's tempered glass. Uh-huh. So the second the weight gets heavy, it breaks. And you don't know which one you're about to step on. You have a choice of two, and they look the same. And you have you hope you get on the real glass. Holy smokes! How do you determine which one? It's just it's just luck, then. Yeah, it's oh. guessing. There was uh, yeah. I don't want to give away too too much, but yeah. So that was one. Yes. That was from Red Light Green Light. Don't move. Okay, move. Oh, you made it. You made it. Um, we're getting tons of texts. Kick the can. Uh, we used to play Duck, Duck, Goose when we were younger. Yes. What if you did Duck, Duck, Goose? And when you picked Goose, if they caught you, then you're eliminated. If they didn't catch you, then that person's eliminated. Yeah, because you'd be walking around Duck, Duck. You'd tap my head, Mercedes, say Goose. And then I would have to get up and I'd have to chase you and try to get to the next spot. So you wouldn't want to pick someone that you think is really slow. Yeah, tap the slow person. That is not going to beat you. Uh, my daughter just texted. It's seven up. Seven people walk around and tap your thumb. Oh, yeah. Th- did I say five? I did. Um, if, if it gets tapped, you put your thumb down. Then they all pick the seven people that go up front and everyone has to guess who tapped them. I guess that's still a game. Uh, freeze tag. Jump rope. Kick the can, capture the flag, Red Rover, Foursquare. Uh, yeah, these are all good. What, what what about that stupid parachute we had to play with when we were kids? <laughs> the rainbow parachute. Yeah, up and down. <laughs> if you don't make it underneath, then the parachute comes down on you and suffocates you. <laughs> There's some potential there. there. I, I totally forgot about that one. I love it. We could be writers for season two of Squid Game. Up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? Okay, this can really help strengthen your well-being. What is it? Also, it is official. We hate doing this again. We were really into it this past year, but now we hate it again. We'll tell you what that is. And Fisher Price has come out with a new toy that you wish you had when you were a kid. We'll tell you all about it coming up next in the Hot 3.
Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the Morning. His new album, Equals, comes out a week from Friday. And then Adele's new song, Easy On Me. We have it for you right after the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Let's see here. The Hot 3, it is brought to you by Legacy AC. They say laughter is the best medicine, and another study proves it. Laughing, it improves the immune system, it fights depression, and it relieves tension, even in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. That's the finding in a new uh, study that was published in the American Psychological Association Journal, uh, Psychology of Popular Media. The research showed that just looking at a few memes can help with emotional well-being and stress, as well as bring out positive emotions. The study's lead author says that humor can be a powerful tool to help cope. The most interesting takeaway is that people who looked at memes having to do with their stressor, like COVID, actually began to feel more relaxed. So go ahead, look at memes. They actually help. When uh, my wife and I have a disagreement or some kind of fight, it usually ends with one of us breaking and, and laughing, and then it usually ends with laughter somehow at some point. I um I love the idea of the memes. I I memes make me laugh. And there's this one uh, Instagram account that w- I will always laugh out loud when I re- read their memes because they're so stupid and they're so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, they're they're puns, and so there's like it it's called Pun Hub Online, and so that's the Instagram account. Yeah. Right. So if you they just posted something yesterday, and I was laughing so hard because they're just so dumb and it's just stupid puns so like if you are you looking at it now again pun what pun hub h-u-b online o-n-l-i-n-e all right so um it it it, like the first one it's a picture of a woman on the phone and she's calling someone and she says can you get a sarah a gift today she's expecting a baby and her husband's on the other line he says sure and then there's a picture of them going to, to Sarah's house and handing over a baby. And he says, you have weird tasting gifts. She's expecting a baby. <laughs> or the next one. That's a husband and wife sitting on a couch. I'm exhausted. I was up till 4 a.m. with the baby. And he says, it's probably not good to keep a baby up that late. <laughs> They're just so dumb. I love, I love these. <laughs> it's a doctor talking to the patient's older man. Sir, I'm afraid your DNA is backwards. And he responds, and? <laughs> See? Like, they're just so stupid. Oh, this gets a follow. This is my favorite online meme account. It is so funny. <laughs> I first seen it. This guy popping into his office suitcase, kind of disheveled. Sorry, I'm late. I was having some computer issues. The woman, hard drive? <laughs> No, the commute was fine. It was my laptop. <laughs> There's this one. It's a husband. Are they not so funny? It's my favorite account. You, you give us one more. I'll give you one okay, more. Okay. Uh, a husband and a wife are, are talking. <laughs> the husband says, I got bitten on my walk by a, uh, on my walk home by a huge dog. She says, oh, my God, imagine if it had been a small child. (laughs) And he says, I think I could have fought off a small child, Alice. (laughs) Uh, A gentleman walking into an appointment, uh, a woman behind the counter, the guy. I have a 1030 appointment, the receptionist. Which doctor? No, I want the regular doctor. (laughs) 
Holy smokes. And what are these photos? Are these like stock just photos? Stock, uh, stock photos that they make these memes on. Can I just do one more? Please. Really we funny. can do this all day long. Uh, okay. Um, two dads meet up. They're, they're taking their kids for a walk. And one dad says to the other, have you met my daughter, Beth? And the other dad says, oh, what's Beth short for? And he, the other dad says, because she's only three. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I hope these translate across the air because you really Hub online is the account. My favorite. I will always laugh when I see this. If I'm in a bad mood, I go to this account. (laughs) Go ahead. No, this was, I couldn't say that on the air. Oh, no. <laughs> husband, <laughs> husband and wife in the kitchen cooking. Uh-huh. Honey, did I ever tell you that you cook well? She says, "Oh no, babe." And then, he writes, and then he says, "So why do you keep cooking?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll move on. If you find any good uh, ones, one let more, me know. One more okay, from the, uh, the same doctor one. Same same picture. The guy goes in. <laughs> I need a doctor's appointment. Okay, how about ten tomorrow? No, I don't need that many. <laughs> I love it's the same pictures. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best account. All right. Um, hey, we were just talking about cooking. <laughs> Go ahead. What? It's just the look. <laughs> um, a gentleman's calling some like a, a call center. Officer, a storm just blew away 25% of my roof. He responds, oof. 25% of the R's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oof. <laughs> Um, people are texting. Just tuned in. What account is this? It's Pun Hub, P-U-N-H-U-B, online. Pun Hub online. Um, th- th- someone just said, uh, don't misspell pun. Yeah, I was, I was just looking yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, it's just Pun Hub online. All right, moving on. If anyone has good ones, send them to us, though. We'll read them online because they're really funny. Okay, um, remember at the start of the pandemic when everyone discovered cooking and loved it? Well, yeah, that's officially over. 35% of Americans say the pandemic has, quote, exhausted their love for cooking. And just under 40% say their patience in the kitchen is at an all-time low. Uh, the fact that life is starting to get more hectic again has a lot to do with it. Uh, almost half of people say they're just too busy to cook now, and being in the kitchen is the last thing that they want to do. I, I don't yeah, cook as much as they did during the pandemic, but something I, I did notice last night, because during the pandemic, if I made a grocery store run, I, w- I would just get as much as I possibly could to limit my time at the grocery store. So the fridge was like always full. There's always stuff going on, and that was a nice feeling, knowing there's stuff there and there was some plot. If I ran out of toilet paper, I had extra toilet paper in, in a closet. Now I opened up the fridge last night. I'm like, there's nothing here. Oh, man. It's empty. <laughs> and we're out of toilet paper, too. I got to go to the store. Um, excuse this interruption. Steph has a Pun Hub online um, meme that she would like to share. Steph, go ahead. The floor is yours. Oh, man. I got to pull it up. Darn it. I sent it to you guys, and yeah. it's the funniest one I found. And it's the doctor and the patient. And the patient says, I broke my arm in three places. The doctor says, well, don't go to those places. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It's so dumb. And I just think the fact that they're stock photos makes it even funnier because they're just so generic. A woman opens the door. There's a man with a package in the mail. She says, thanks, mailman. His response, you're welcome, female woman. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. I mean, how often are they posting? Follow. I mean, they don't post often enough for my taste, but I, like I said, if I'm in a bad mood, I'll just go there and I'll just start going through their, their stuff. And it's so funny. I wonder how many people just started following them because of this. I've got three mutual you, Steph, uh, and then another friend of mine that follow this account now. This is golden. Yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, finally this morning, remember the classic toy phone that Fisher Price made that looks like a car with a face on it? You could pull it around. Do you remember that thing? Yeah, of course. You, re- you dialed and it's like... They came out in 1961 and every kid had one in the 80s and the 90s. It was usually a hand-me-down. But the newest version just got a major upgrade. You can now make real phone calls on it. Fisher Price is selling a new Bluetooth version of it that looks like the classic toy, but it actually pairs with your smartphone. So you or your kids can use it to make actual phone calls. It's still got that classic rotary dial that spins around. So have fun teaching your kids what that's all about. And then there's a man's voice that says each digit out loud when you dial so you can learn your numbers. They cost 60 bucks. You can only get them, though, at Best Buy. And they're not on sale yet, but you can pre-order them on their website. Fisher Price is still selling the normal non-Bluetooth kids version for just $10. But with that one, you're you're going to have to go back to pretending you're on the phone. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Who's there? Is that the last? I lost track with all these pun things. Yeah, that's the last one. Do you have any good ones to send uh, us out let's each, at least, let's each end with one. So take a second to find one. Steph, you find one. Mercedes, you find one. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, a dad and a son are walking away from a burning house. Fire everywhere. The son says, Dad, are we pyromaniacs? Dad says, yes, we are, son. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You talked about the phone. Okay, there's a gentleman calling. Looks like a nurse. My wife is going into labor. What should I do? The nurse. Is this her first child? The man? No, this is her husband. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, it's a mom and a daughter at a dentist office. The dentist says... It looks like she needs a crown. The mom says, I know, right? And then the dentist says, yes, Queen Slay. <laughs> Fantastic. Pun Hub Online is the account on Instagram. And this is the latest from Adele. It came out last week. Easy on me. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Have you ever been spied on where you discovered someone was watching you and you had no idea I saw some stuff on TikTok about this, but it sounds like you actually had a real life experience. And this is super creepy. It was so weird. I got home yesterday. It was just a gorgeous day outside. And I was out back and having a catch with Jax. And I'm just sitting on the ground, not in a chair, just kind of sitting there throwing the ball. And then I lie down on my back. And, and I do this sometimes, just lie down on my back. He'll bring the ball over. I'll feel the ball and, and throw it. And my eyes are shut when I'm doing this. And I start, I start to doze off. And I'm starting to doze off. And I, I hear this noise. <laughs> Somewhat lucid. I'm just kind of like, you know, again, dozing off. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, does Laura have my drone out? Again, I shut line there. I'm like, that's weird. Why would she have my drone? And then I'm thinking, we haven't used my drone in years. And she doesn't know how to use my drone. And so I open my eyes and I look up and above me, there's a drone over my backyard. Just like hanging out, hovering above me. I'd say it's it was probably from the roof of my house, maybe... I don't know, 20 feet off the roof of my house, and it's right above my backyard. I'm looking at it, and it's like looking down at me. So I like wave at it. I'm like, hi, drone. Like, who's operating this drone? And at that point, who's ever operating it, drops it down a little bit.
Oh, I, weird. And I'm trying to play it cool. Like, oh, this is cool. There's a drone in my backyard. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, how long were they there? Are they filming me? What are they watching? And I waved again. And then the thing started to, it rised up. And then it, it just, it went away. It was the weirdest thing ever. That is really weird. But you, you was it low enough that you could reach it? I would have grabbed it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no. It was, it was up there. It was up there. But it's just I could see it very visible and, and loud. And then it started to move away to the neighborhood next to me and just kind of just went. So I have no idea who was operating this drone. And maybe they were just cruising over the neighborhood. And they saw someone lying on the ground. And maybe they stopped because they thought maybe, I, I don't know. But they were, they were above me. And, I'm, and part of me felt like violated. Like, what, what are you doing watching me? It was so, so bizarre. Have you ever discovered, like, you were being spied on? And and how did you find out? 702-364-9400. And I'm sure it was just probably some kid messing around with yeah. it. Like, ah, and, and nothing big. But I was saying, I saw on TikTok that this girl posted this video that she was talking about how um, this notification came up on her phone that says there's an air tag near you um, that... I don't know if it said is like tracking your movements or something like that. And she was like, wait, what? So Apple has these things called air tags. They're similar to the tiles that you have, like to help find, <clears throat> excuse me, um, missing items. And so someone put an air tag on her somehow. Um, she looked all over her car. She checked it to see if it's on the car or what, but the air tag will give you a notification. If it senses that it's been by you too for a while and it's not registered to you. You get this notification no that says that. And uh, she got that and she's just like, what the heck? And she's trying to find it. She can't find it anywhere. Uh, and and they can't, she can't figure out where it is. It's, it's just tracking her, her movement. And so I guess Apple has since released a software update for, for the air tags because um, you know, it's just meant as a way to keep better track of your belongings. But People were using it to monitor real time location, and so they have those those um, those beeps that will alert people if if they're been around you for too long, and and all of a sudden it's tracking you. It's really weird. That's a trip because you can get one of those tile things, I'm sure, and just put it in someone's car or someone's bag or something, and keep track of that person because they don't make a noise. The tiles, I it, unless well, you let you look it up, maybe. I have um I have an air tag on my keys, uh-huh. and I I did I re updated something on my phone the other day and I forgot to re-register my tile on or my Apple, my air tag on it. And I got that notification. It's like, there is an air tag that is near you that is tracking or that is moving with your movement. And I, at first I thought of that TikTok. I'm like, Oh my gosh, what's going on? And I realized, Oh my gosh, I never re-registered my air tag. So all is good, That's but it's crazy. Um, have you ever thought you were spied on or found out you were spied on 702 Three six four ninety four hundred. That is super super creepy. Has anything like that ever happened to you, Steph? Uh, no. But uh, we just lost a listener, and she was telling me the story. But I think her signal went out. But basically, her ex boyfriend left her AirPods in her house, and I guess he was texting her things like conversations he had no one would know about and that's because the airpods he was he was spying on i guess you can somehow listen through your bluetooth if you leave your airpods in a room and it was he was just texting her back and forth like yeah i know this i know that and it was just really freaking he and she ended up finding 
it, it was because of the AirPods. We, uh, we've we tried that before. I saw an article on it. We tried that before at my house because I wanted to see if it works. So, yeah. yeah, you take your AirPods, you, you can leave one of them in the room and put them on like a... Is it the transparent mode? You put it on some mode and then you can walk out the room and you nobody sees it. You just leave it there and you can literally hear everything that is being said. How far can you go until you lose? It's just like a regular. I mean, it a very long way. I don't know if that you can leave the state or anything, but I think if you're in the same general vicinity, yeah. it'll it'll couple stay rooms down there. or outside yeah. the house or something. That is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. That technology is great. It helps a lot, but it is super scary the things really quick maddie hey what happened to you maddie um i was like 20 years old and i had broken up with this guy and i was leaving work one day and i noticed his like creepy work van was following me oh. <laughs> on my way to work. that did you say something yeah he like pulled up next to me at a red light and i was like dude stop following me like i gave him the hand signal it was so weird that's scary too oh man yeah well, just kind of okay have a nice day Goodbye. yeah uh, yeah this is my air tag this tiny little thing there that's so smart putting your keys how many times you lose your keys yeah you can't find them. they're somewhere in your house and, and it takes it, you to the exact pinpoint location in your house yeah it'll make a noise too if i want it to if i need to and i can hear it oh really yeah it's they're really cool and they uh they're air tags I gotta give me some of that stuff. Yeah, they're they're put and in you, my wallet. you can have like put one in your wallet, yeah. put one on your keys, put one like in your car if you don't have like a a tracking thing, an OnStar type thing, uh-huh. and God forbid anything happened to your car, stick one in your car somewhere. It'll keep track of that. Well, I'm gonna order some. This has been a very informative past hour with that, the, <laughs> the puns and then this thing. This is good stuff. I'm full of information, guys. <laughs> I love it. Coming up next, uh, your tickets. Bruno Mars performing at Dolby Live at Park MGM. Bunch of shows in December. We have your tickets at 825. Bruno Mars just added some dates here in December at Dolby Live at Park MGM. And you're going to go see Bruno Mars. We've got your tickets in less than five minutes. I have a very important question that I need to ask right now. Okay. Um, do they still make sun in? Do you, did, have you ever heard of sun in? Oh, I felt like my sister used that stuff. No. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that back in the day. You put it in your hair, right, to get it to turn blonde. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... Yeah, that's exactly what it was supposed to do. Just supposed to make your hair nice and blonde and sun-streaked and fancy-free. And I just had, like, the weirdest deja vu to using that. I was just online, and someone posted a picture of their hair that said, I ruined it. And apparently they tried to ruin... They tried to uh, give themselves highlights or something, and I'm guessing she used to have dark brown hair, and now it's basically orange, and I thought, the first thing I thought of was, oh my God, I did the same thing when I was a kid. I remember I totally messed up my hair because I used that sun and spray. And I just looked up. It's still, you can still buy it. This is dangerous stuff, people. If you are not ready for the repercussions of sun in, you got to consider this your warning. That stuff turned my hair orange. Not like a cute redhead type of bronzy. No. It was like orange, like a pumpkin. It was ugly. And I have you ever messed up your appearance in somehow, some way, trying to trying to look cute, but it backfired? What happened? 702-364-9400. Sun in completely ruined my hair. My mom was so mad at me. I was like, I was just trying to make my hair blonde. She's like, you have dark brown hair. It's not going to turn blonde from sun in. Now it's orange. I have a perm story. 
But before I get to my perm story, the sun and you would just you would just spray it in. You would sit outside, and then eventually your hair would turn. Would turn was that how it worked? It was made for blondes. To make their blonde blonder. My sister's the same dark hair like you. She wasn't blonde. Yeah. That, well, no one informed us of that, obviously. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it did not make me blonde. It made my hair orange. And I'm reading to see, like, the description. Bleach-free hair lightener is gentle yet effective. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for subtle beachy highlights. Hair blonding spray conditions as it lightens. No, this made my hair orange. It was terrible. If you have blonde hair, I'm sure it works wonders. But if you have dark brown hair, do not use it. It was really, really <laughs> bad. Someone just texted, I just bought a bottle of Sun In. Is it bad? What color is your original hair? If it's dark brown, be very careful. Yeah. I wouldn't use it if I were you. Um, if you have blonde hair, it's probably going to be fantastic. You're probably going to look like the girl on the bottle. She's beautiful. But yeah, not so much here. Uh, for me, it was in 1996, 1997. I was growing my hair long. And then I wanted, I, I, I thought Gavin Rosdale, lead singer of Bush, was just like a stud. And I wanted that long, curly hair, but my hair was straight. And, and a co-worker of mine says, just perm it. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, just, you can get a loose perm, and you'll have those curls like Gavin. I'm like, no way. And my hair was, I could put it in a tiny little ponytail in the end. It was getting really long. So I went to a stylist, and I brought a picture of, of Gavin, and I said, I, can you give me a perm to have this, this kind of look? She's like, yeah, absolutely. So she does, I, I'm in there, I'm getting a perm at this salon. And she finishes, and she messed up. And I walked out, and it looked like Mike Brady. It was high and tight. It was she, – she messed up. And she's like, I left, she left the stuff in too long. But she said, let it – she gave me some stuff. It'll relax after a couple days. She's like, don't wash it. Put this stuff in. It'll eventually relax, and we'll have those long curls like Gavin Rostell from Bush. I never did. It was awful. Oh, my and gosh. I got a buddy of mine who always brings up this story. It was like the next day – um, they were going to go play volleyball out at Sunset Park. And I'm not sure if they still have it now, but back then they had a beach volleyball court. And he's like, hey, I want to go play some beach volleyball. I want to come. And my response was, no, I can't because I can't get sand in my perm. <laughs> What's <laughs> your excuse? You could have lied, you know. You Mercedes say- was awful. Oh, It was wow. so bad. And you can see it. I, I had it from my graduation photos from college, UNLV. There I am walking across the stage getting my diploma. And you see I was wearing uh, my, the cap. Under the cap, you see this awful perm just sticking out. That They're probably like, why are you wearing that, you know, fur shawl? And it's like, <laughs> no, that's my perm. Sorry. <laughs> Don't when you graduate, you wear like extra things if you got like a yeah, special degree. Yeah, like, like the, the ropes and stuff. Yeah, like, oh, what did you get? Like, it's not a rope. It's my perm. Oh, it's Ogilvy. I got, I, I honored an Ogilvy home perm on this one. <laughs> what, what, how did you ruin your appearance on accident? You just, you were trying to do something good, but it turned out to be a bad thing. 702-364-9400. Uh, this text just came in. It says, yes, I was called Copper Top in junior high. Same. I have dark brown hair. Yeah, that stuff, it does not go well with brunettes. They need to make a sun in for brunettes. I don't know if there's a per, uh, a perfect way to do that, but it, yeah, it does not work out well. This one says, I tried to put fake eyelashes on myself, ended up gluing them to my eyebrow, and they didn't want to come off because of the glue being so strong, and I was afraid to pull because I didn't want to yank out my eyebrow. They. That's why I moved to extensions, man. I could not put on fake eyelashes to save my life. That stuff's dangerous. Oh, Steph. What happened to you, Steph? I got. I thought it would be a cool idea because everyone was doing like the blonde highlights in middle school. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go a different color. I'm gonna go red highlights. I came out. I thought I looked good. I was like, oh yeah, new hairstyle. I'm setting a trend. I get to middle school and they said, what are you trying to do with your red hair? You look like Clifford. 
Like the big red dog. Oh. I was being called Clifford in middle school for my red highlights. And I thought they were cute, but I was being made fun of. That is the saddest thing because you're, oh. Kids are savages. Here, this will help. Oh. Is this a theme song to Clifford? You don't like it? No. It's so, just and, and, I thought it would bring back good memories. <laughs> if you went to school with Mercedes, she'd be walking down the hallway playing that behind you. <laughs> I, I was just trying to help. I was just trying to help. At least you didn't look like a pumpkin. I, I would have taken Clifford over just a jack-o'-lantern any day. That's a, a, Hair is really sensitive. This is why we have professionals. Ooh. When we try to do it ourselves, it's not good. And I was thinking about your, I was thinking about your hair. Why don't you just wash it? It would have relaxed it. She gave me some stuff to put in it, and oh. she said, she said, she told me not to wash it for a couple days. And a buddy of mine sent me a text, like, dude, I love that perm story. He was there. But, yeah, she said not to wash it, but once you saw it, it was too curly, I would have been like, let's wash this. Oh, I don't know. I just found a release. Yeah. Like, don't wash it. Put this stuff in there, and uh, everything should be fine. <sighs> the thing is, I kept it for months. This uh, text says, I cut my hair like Lisa Lisa. I shaved the side. Oh, I remember that look. That was kind of cool. This one says, I'm blonde. It turned my hair orange, too. Blondes aren't safe either. And then this one says, I let my mom dye my hair in high school, and she messed up and made it silver. I look like the lady from X-Men. Storm? <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> that is kind She's of a cool look. I love yeah. Storm. She's my favorite. <laughs> we want caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up for one incredible prize. We have a pair of tickets for you to check out Bruno Mars. New dates have been added. They'll be live at the Park MGM. If you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and you get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant on the line. It is... Rhiannon, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We are great. You're color 20. You get to play heads up. Do you want to pick a category here? Do you want to go with nacho cheese, color me bad, or seafood? Uh, let's do color me bad. Color me bad. Okay. Yeah. National Color Day oh. is Friday. So these are okay. ju- these are literally just different colors. This should okay, be cool. really easy. Who do you want to pick All as right. your partner? I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay, sounds good. All right, here we okay. go, Rhiannon. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. And you get tickets to go see Bruno Mars. You start okay. now. This is the okay. color of the UPS truck. Brown. Yes. This is the color of uh, grapes. Or, um, Purple. Uh, yes. Purple, this green, is gray. This is the color of an elephant or a hippopotamus. Gray. Yes. Um, this is the color of the sun, a lemon. Yellow. Yep. This is the color of, um, oh boy, let's see, like uh, cotton candy. Uh, yes. <laughs> this is the color of um, the, oh gosh, um, the night. Uh, Black, dark. Yes, Black, yes. Dark. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Why did I get stuck on that one? <laughs> I could, uh, a cat, I guess I could have done uh, something like that. But you got it. Congratulations. Oh, we hear people screaming in the background. We love it. He's got tickets to Bruno Mars. New dates added to Dolby Live at Park MGM. Congratulations. And we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 825. And uh, next hour, 940, tickets to One Republic's digital performance. It's Mix 94.1. 
Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. It is 8.42. And hear ye, hear ye. We have an announcement. Lords and ladies, please step forward for another round of Medieval Mania. This is the game we play where we take your favorite songs, hit songs, and we add a little medieval touch to them to see if you can recognize those songs. Are you ready for a little medieval mania? Lords and ladies, that means you listening right now because I stink at this game. I need some help. 702-364-9400. You want to give a little sample of one? Let's We, we do one we played before. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Pick one. Let's uh, see if we can guess it. Here. Industry baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. It's testing you. Lil Nas X to Jack Harlow. There you go. That's okay. this is how we play. Let's okay. Joke. Here we go. Now we're serious. All right, guys. I I tried to get some easier ones because we were having some difficulties. It was it was tough. Um, and I think I think you are gonna get at least three out of the next four. There's four. Okay. You're saying you get three? That would be I think insane. Get, I think you're going to get three. And we've got some people on the line to, to serve as lifelines for you. So let's try to do it solo for okay. right now. Okay. Let's play number four. Okay. Okay. Middle medieval mania. I was thinking something from the Imagine Dragons. Thunder. No, not thunder. No. <laughs> Line one has it. I saw it. I, I got to be honest. I would have never gotten this one. Sabrina, what is this song? Sabrina. Oh, oh we lost her. her. Oh, then go ahead, JC. She was saying Jenny from the block. J-Lo. I liked it with the flute. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to give you that one. Because that would have... <laughs> I would have given that to you because you would have had a lifeline um, on that. Okay. Okay. So you're one for one. Okay. I think I'm all for one, but thank okay, you. Okay, fine. If you want to play it that way, we'll because do it. Because I, I cheated and she didn't give us the answer. Okay, so. fine. Here we go. Number two. It's static in my mind. I got nothing. Why can I not get these? Taylor Swift? No. We're gonna, we got someone who can help you. All right, let's go to our lifeline. 
Amber. Yeah, good morning. What is this song on Medieval Mania? Okay, crossing my fingers. I think it's Khalif Milkshake. Is it Khalif Milkshake? Yes! <laughs> that was hard. It was hard, you Amber, got it, but you Amber. got it. Nice job, girl. I, uh, I'm going to give that one to you, JC. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. Maybe, uh, Amber helped you on that one. But we got two more here. I need lifelines, as you can see. Uh, 702-364-9400. 041. Um, okay. Or one for one for two now. All right. Here is number three. I know you're gonna get this. Thank you, next, Ariana Grande. Keep listening, keep listening. I got it. Diamonds? Ariana Grande, right? Is it Ariana Grande? Is it Ariana Grande? No. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Holy smokes. Gangsta's Paradise. <sighs> you know that Ariana Grande song I'm thinking of? Thank you, next. Yeah, uh-huh. we've I done that it. one before. Uh, I want it. Shadow of death. Okay, so. Okay. I, I'm crossing my fingers for this final one. We gotta get we we gotta get one that you get organically without help. We can do this. I really, truly believe in you. I'm sending out all the good vibes to you. I'm sending it to you in my mind telepathically. I'm saying the name of this song in my mind to you and sending it. John Carafferty and the Beaver Brown Band no. on the dark side. Just listen to it okay. first. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> You know it. I'm saying it in my mind. <laughs> I know it. I can't grab it, though. It's there. I just can't reach it. I, I can't reach it. Oh. It's there. I, I'm just not tall enough to get it. Maybe Julie can help you. Julie, what you got? Hi. Um, is this Big Papa by Notorious B.I.G.? Let's see. Ah, yes! there. It was there, Julie. <laughs> so you got it. You got it. I think. Two out of four? I mean, without my lifelines, I'm 0 for 4. But that, that, one, that one was there. It's like I just, it was there. I just couldn't, ugh, I couldn't reach it. Oh, that's frustrating. That is a really hard game. It's uh, It gets you going, though. It gets things flowing. Someone just made a comment on the text line. It says it's just too pop for JC. He needs 80s rock. Thank you. Yes. So I'm going to find you 80s rock versions for Medieval Mania. I don't know if they make them, but I'm going to hope that I can find them. I think they're out there. I like that. I like that giving, me, giving us a category. Give me a category. You don't, okay. you, you don't, you don't want to j- jump into Jeopardy blind and just throw questions at you. You kind of know a category where we're going. So it's 80s, 90s, grunge, 
So there's kind of a category. That should help Just me out. not all the way around. I guess I was playing songs that I like. <laughs> no, they're all good songs, too. But yeah, the, my wheelhouse is, uh, it's not in my wheelhouse. So. Oh, well, you know what? It's good, though. You tried. I, I, I give you props for your dedication to this and for always giving it a try. <laughs> it's fun. And based on the phones, too, you guys like playing, and we love that. Up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about a new study about dogs. Can dogs have OCD? Can dogs have ADHD? I guess they can. We're going to talk about that. And we'll tell you about a guy who got pulled over and fled on foot, but he made sure he brought one item that was very, very important to him. We'll tell you what it was coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. We were talking about this show earlier, Squid Game. It's definitely not a show for children, but apparently it's um, okay for babies. According to Google, Squid Game is the number one trending Halloween costume for babies. Okay. It's followed by Little Red Riding Hood, a spider, Peter Pan, and the Addams Family. Squid Game is also the number one trending costume for adults, followed by a gorilla, Britney Spears, Carnage, and Venom. Those are the top trending uh, costumes for adults. The top trending costumes right now for Halloween for couples are Timmy and Trixie from Fairly Odd Parents, Bonnie and Clyde, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and Cosmo and Wanda from the Fairly Odd Parents. Who knew? Fairly Odd Parents, so big. And Bonnie and Clyde's still a thing, too. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and finally, the top movies people are Googling right now are the original Halloween from 1978, Friday the 13th, Hocus Pocus, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Halloween Town. Are you going to watch Hocus Pocus this year? I always try, and I just, I, my attention, I just, it does not grab my attention. I know it is a great staple, and I feel bad saying that, but I I start, and I just get bored, and I start doing other things, and then I never watch it. What about you? I, I did watch it. I don't, and watched, um, kind of, I think I might have fast forwarded here and there, bits and pieces of it, but I, I got the premise of it. I was entertained by it. Sarah Jessica Parker, very sexy in that movie. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's very cute. She uh, is. No, I I love uh, I I love Bette Midler from what I've seen of it. The uh, the cat thing, the, the 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 person turning into a cat kind of freaked me out though. Kind of weird. I miss that part. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Eh, nah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, ADHD, <laughs> spending more time with your dog can keep them mentally happy. A new study says dogs can get ADHD just like people. Researchers found that dogs can develop a condition similar to ADHD in humans. The scientists found that a dog's gender, age, and breed can play a role in whether they develop the condition as well as how much attention they get from their owner. It's no surprise that the more dogs that are at home alone and the less you interact with them, the more they're at risk for ADHD. And during the research, it was discovered that dogs can also end up with OCD. The head of the canine research group says their new findings can help better identify and treat canine hyperactivity. I think Jax might have a little OCD. I mean, he he just, he's a smart dog. Like in the morning, I take him out in the morning. First thing when I wake up at three o'clock, he goes to the bathroom, we come inside, he gets two little treats. That's what he gets. If I give him one, he knows. He's like, looks at me, he's like, dude, supposed to be two. He like just kind of stares at me and follows me. He knows he's getting two. If I give him, as soon as I give him two, he doesn't ask for a third because he knows there's two treats in the morning. Certain area of the house where I sit down and put my shoes on. He's got he's to gotta have a toy and bring it over to me when I sit in a certain chair. I'll sit in that chair and he'll go like looking, hunting for a toy, find a toy, come sprinting back to me and give me the toy to play when I sit in this one particular chair. It's kind of crazy. Uh, speaking of dogs, have you heard of Noodles and Bones Day? 
No, who's Noodles and Bones Day? Okay, so Bones Day, it's it's been trending for like the past few days. It's so cute because there's this guy who has gone viral. He has a pug. His pug is named Bones. And it, they were just on the Today Show this morning. This is how big it, it got. And so what he does is this pug is 13 years old. And he determines whether or not it's going to be a great day for people on whether or not Noodles has bones for the day. So what that means is when he gets up in the morning, he gets this pug, he gets bones, and he like lifts them up in his uh, in his bed and if noodles stays up and has bones then it's gonna be a great day if noodles doesn't have bones and falls back down it's gonna be like one of those days that you should probably like lay low not do anything too important it's gonna be a rough day so every day people check in to see if noodles had bones that day and this morning i'm happy to say noodles had bones today and he was on the today show so it was good but like yesterday noodles did not have bones so he had to he had to just hang out and do his own thing at home it was it's so cute it's kind of like a groundhog day thing instead of seeing a shadow he's eating a bone no no no. his his legs if they hold him up that day oh i, didn't like, he, I thought he, he puts him in bed he picks him up and it's like there's a bone if he eats the bone it goes for the bone bones mean he can stand up Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. I'm going to I'm going to find it and I'll I'll send it to you. It's it's super big right now. Steph, have you seen Noodles and Bones? I love Noodles. It's so cute. He is so, so sweet with his with his little bones like and now I check every day to see if Noodles has a bones day. Did you say or did they say that if he has a type of uh disease or something that has that makes him have no bones? He's he's just old. And, and that's just what happens with with poor little noodles here. Um, let's see here. Oh, he's so cute! I'm gonna send you this video. You have to see him on on TikTok. I'm watching but, him now. Yeah. Oh, you cute. got it. Yeah, he's all over the place. But today he had bones. It's a good day, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Woo! It's gonna be like 30 years. Oh man, oh, I got no bones today. I, I can't know. stand up. It's gonna be a bad day, you guys. <laughs> Finally, this morning, you can really work up an appetite running from the cops, and that's why this guy was so brilliant. A man named Noel Cole was pulled over by the cops in Missouri on Saturday. He was wanted on a felony warrant, so he knew he was in trouble. The deputy started asking questions, and Noel decided to make a break for it on foot. Now, the deputy took off after him, and he was able to catch up partially because Noel was carrying something in his hands, and it was a Marie Callender's chocolate cream pie. So the local sheriff says the pie appeared to be extremely important to Mr. Cole. So it's it's been placed with his personal belongings and will be kept as safe as possible for him until his release. It's unclear what the warrant was all about. But, hey, once you get one of those Marie Callender's pies, you do not let it go. Hold on to that thing <laughs> tight, even while the police are chasing you. Here in the 9 o'clock hour, this passes for you to One Republic's digital performance that's happening on October 27th. This passes for you at 940. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. One Republic, their latest someday. We did a great Zoom last week with Ryan Tedder, the lead singer of One Republic, and he talked about this. This their digital performance is happening on October 27th. This is going to be a great show. One night in Malibu, presented by Moment House. They're doing 17 songs. There's an outdoor setting. It's going to be so much fun. You're going to be checking it out because we have your passes coming up this hour at 9:40. It is 9:15, and if you are doing the online dating thing, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the challenges. That some celebrities have had with it coming up in What's Trending. But when you finally meet in person for that first date, you and I have never experienced that. Like having to do online dating or anything like that. We've been with our spouses for a while. And so could you imagine like how awkward it would be, though, 
I mean, even just first dates in general are awkward, but the online meeting and then meeting them in person to see if that chemistry is there. Do you think you'd be good at dating today or no? Oh, I don't know. Then what pictures do you put on your profile? And then does a picture match the person you met? And where do you meet? I'm sure I would adjust, but thinking about it is an adjustment for me. Yeah. Last time I went on a first date was in 2003. There was, I was reading an article about what, what things to talk about on a first date like what are good questions for a first date and some of them i thought were interesting some of them would to me would have been red flags like what why are you i can go down this list let's want to do like a fake date do you have any like fake ambiance music you we like we dining somewhere we yeah out? We're, we're gonna go dine out somewhere uh, like maybe some sort of a dinner party type of uh just having some nice can you look what do we have here um Oh, hold on a second. We should have Monday morning deal. Monday morning. Morning meal. Yeah. Uh, Steph, you load something up here in today's hockey. D- or we could just pretend. Elevator music works. Elevator music. Okay. Yeah, she's gonna put some in for us. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go on a date. Uh, my name is Kristen. What's your name? Frank. Okay, Kristen and Frank meeting. Okay, I'm just gonna go down and ask you some of these questions and, and tell me tell me if you think just answer them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Frank. Hey, Kristen. What's up, baby? Hey. Oh gosh. Bye. <laughs> Ew. That works. Don't say. Hey, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? Oh my gosh. You, you, like already, sound, you already I'm sound. You already sound like Frank, the to... <laughs> sexist jerk. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? What do you oh, got? I am so out of there. Honestly, if someone would respond to me like that, I would just be like, "Bye. We're done here." Okay, let's try again. Okay, Frank. Yes, Kristen. <laughs> Hi, it's great to meet you. How you doing? Good. I'm so, I'm so happy this worked out that we're here at Applebee's. Yes, this is, I love this place. It's like, we fancy like, right? Oh, that's a great song. Oh, oh my know, gosh. That's so cool. We have something in common. Oh, let's, let's, so let's talk. Like, you know, if you were a serial killer, what would be your serial killer trait? What? <laughs> I'd take my date to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm scared. Um, that's one of the questions. If someone asks you, what's your serial killer trait? I would be scared, but I would answer. I would say I turn all the labels to face the same direction in my pantry. Is that kind of like a serial killer trait? Oh, like your calling card. No, it's just like that, kind of like that OCD thing that you do that oh, people think, Okay, so that's where my, 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 my mind is thinking you went to someone's house, you killed them, and then you did that, and that's like your calling card. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but like, what's the thing you do that people are like, um, okay, serial killer. Huh? Oh, I see, Kristen, where you're going with this. Yes, Frank. Me, Frank, confused. Me, Frank, not the brightest. <laughs> Ooh, oh, listen. there we go. Now we're getting in an elevator together. Hey, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Um, what... Your boss getting angry, if your boss gets angry at you if you're a couple of minutes late, but then expects you to have no problem regularly staying on two and a half hours after your shift ends, is that an issue for you? You know, um, Kristen, it is. My boss, he's a real SOB. And, uh, oh. you know, down at the construction site that I work at. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if he wants me to work late, I'd be upset. Like, boss, man, are you going to pay me at least? Are you going to pay me overtime for my stuff? What about you? This is a long elevator, by the way. It is. Empire State Building? Yeah, still going up. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I feel like it all evens out in the end, you know? I hear you, Kristen. I, I, I feel like we we all work a little, play a little. Maybe I'll take away some of that time that I spent on Instagram for an hour during the, the work day, you know? What do you do for a living, by the way, Kristen? Oh, I'm a dental hygienist. Oh. 
Can I see those pearly whites? Kristen, don't hit the stop button on the elevator. <laughs> oh. Okay, Frank is creepy. Why are you he creepy? Is. I know, Frank. I'm in my you, mind. This Frank, is, Frank is a reflection of you. Why no, do you he's see? not. No, he's the opposite <laughs> of me. By the way, you can't have the... If you, if you get an elevator and it has that stop button, that's illegal. You can't have those in elevators. Oh, you can't? Okay. Mm, highly illegal. Uh, don't be Frank anymore. Just be JC. Okay, what's up, okay. babe? Oh. <laughs> Forget it. Date is over. All right, let's go. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you said that. I didn't call you baby. I called you babe. <laughs> Just note to self. Don't date JC. <laughs> Just kidding. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? On Mix 94.1. Ozark is trending this morning. If you are a fan of the show, you finally know when it is coming back. Fans of the Netflix show will be happy to know there's a new teaser for its fourth and final season. The show, it features Marty Bird, who moves his family from Chicago to the Ozarks when his money laundering goes wrong. Stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, Julia Garner. Here is a little taste of the trailer they released. Money is, at its essence that measure of a man's choices. Why do I have this feeling we both know that you'd be better off dead? Broken promises got consequences. Sometimes, if you don't move forward, you die. Oh, it's gonna be good. We're so excited about that one. So it is finally coming back. It's gonna be released in two parts. Each part is uh seven series is seven episodes so the first part of the final season will start on january 21st so have something to look forward to they kind of break it up like breaking bad style huh they'll do like six episodes of a season take a pause and come back give you the the remaining six yeah so yeah but it's seven so yeah that's uh it's gonna be good ozark coming back also trending this morning is alicia silverstone we were just talking about dating and uh alicia silverstone she was on the drew barrymore show she and drew talked about online dating and Apparently, the two are both kind of navigating that world. They're finding the same challenges. Um, Alicia says she got kicked off one app twice. She says, a few years ago, I tried to get on one of the dating apps, and I put a fake profile in because I wasn't comfortable yet being me, and then I got kicked off. I got banned. Well, that's understandable. You can't go on there pretending to be someone else. So she gets the courage to rejoin, this time as herself, and then she got kicked off because she was herself. She even had a date all lined up and ready to go, but uh, they, they banned her from the app because they thought she was faking who she was. Would you believe if you were on there and you saw like an Alicia Silverstone or Drew Barrymore that that was actually them? No, I would not, which stinks for that guy, too. He, he know he lined up the date, and he sees he's going out with Alicia Silverstone, and he's telling his buddies, like, it's Alicia Silverstone, look, we're going out tonight, and then she gets kicked off the app, and the date doesn't happen, and his friend's like, yeah, right. Right, see, told you with some catfish thing. Exactly, and that's the thing, like, or that, or, <laughs> or, or he knew it was the whole time it was not her, or he thought, so he reported her, and got yeah. her banned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll play along and I get your banned, yeah, honey. Exactly, and then finally this morning, Taco Bell is trending. So this is really cool. The chain is celebrating that ninety percent of their locations are once again selling breakfast, and they're giving you the gift on Thursday morning. They are going to give away one of their three toasted breakfast burritos from 7 to 11 a.m. at participating locations. Free breakfast burritos. 
tomatoes. I love it. No purchase is necessary. They're only available, though, in store or through the drive-thru. You can't order on an app and uh, expect that to be free. So some free breakfast for you tomorrow, and that is what's trending. One Republic is doing this digital performance on October 27th. One Night in Malibu, presented by Moment House. 17 songs. It's going to be a a great performance, and you're going to be watching it. We've got your passes coming up in just about 13 minutes. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Wednesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. We're going to have more Bruno Mars tickets for you. 8 o'clock hour with heads up. Um, Nunia is actually in next. She's in for Heather this week, so you can check her out. She'll have more chances for you to check out that One Night Malibu, One Republic uh, concert, virtual concert. Congrats to Patty, who just won on our show, too. It's going to be really uh, a cool event, and she'll have another chance for you to win in the 12 o'clock hour. Right now, though, it is time for the line of the day. Need a solid laugh? Mercedes suggested we go to Instagram and check out Pun Hub Online. And boy, did we have some laughs. That's a husband and wife sitting on a couch. I'm exhausted. I was up till 4 a.m. with the baby. And he says, it's probably not good to keep a baby up that late. (laughs) (laughs) This guy popping into his office suitcase, kind of disheveled. Sorry, I'm late. I was having some computer issues. The woman, hard drive? (laughs) No, the commute was fine. It was my laptop. A husband and a wife are are talking. The husband says, I got bitten on my walk home by a huge dog. She says, oh, my God. Imagine if it had been a small child. And he says, I think I could have fought off a small child, Alice. We could have done these for two hours. I mean, I still am going through them. People are sending them to me now, and they're hilarious. There's so many that I missed. And, I, yeah, I love it. Just it's so great. Just sit there and scroll and scroll and scroll. And that'll do it for show number 1506 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 